Tika, do you want to come in here? Tika, come here. Do you want to join us for the podcast? Tika, do you just want to stand there and stare at us? She's coming. Oh, here she is. Here she is. Sniffing our bookcase. Walking around. Hi, and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast, a podcast where we listen to all of 2020's Eurovision songs before the end of 2020. We may not put the episodes out before the end of 2020, but I'd like to uh, get... I'd like to listen to them all because on December 31st, there is the Eurovision Top 250. And sure enough, there will be some songs from 2020 in that. And I would just like to listen to it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're doing our best. I, I want to get there too before next year because like, I, I, I'm feeling good about the end of the year. Sure. I think a lot of people are feeling good about the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, it is essentially like... just a moment that the year becomes another year. Um, oh God, this is going to be another year? Yeah. When does it end? What's another year? What? We do a Eurovision podcast, and I can't say what's another year without you going, oh yeah, Johnny Logan. Like it's. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Johnny Logan is, uh, sorry. Anyway, that's, um, that just goes to show that I am the quote-unquote Eurovision expert, while Mira, my co-host, is someone who doesn't know anything about Eurovision at all, even after four years of doing the podcast. I know things about Eurovision, but it's... It's like, I'm a Eurovision expert to people who genuinely don't know anything about Eurovision. I'm the one who's like, oh yeah, I like Eurovision. But when I'm in a group of people who genuinely like Eurovision, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know anyone. I don't listen to these songs outside of the Eurovision season. Yeah. I don't know any of the lore. The lore? Yeah, the Eurovision lore. Like, I know who Liz Asia is, and that's basically it. I don't know the name of her song. Refrain. Or Giorgio. She participated twice. See, I didn't even know that. Um, but let's catch you up to speed with four more songs from the year 2020. Yes, give it to me, baby. Uh, the title of these four songs consists of two words in a language that I don't speak. Ooh, okay, yeah, give it to me. Yeah, so we have we have um, we have four song titles here. Give I them all. Think, to me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm gonna tell you what the titles are, and you just tell me what what speaks to you. Uh, keep in mind, each title is two words in a language that I do not speak. For you, I have "Divli Vietre," mm-hmm. "Fairumore," mm-hmm. "Fekerlibi," and "Davidna." Davidna. Davinci? <laughs> I mean, I have to go with Davinci. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not Genward, but you know, those are Close some good. Enough. Those are some good twins. If if anyone listening to this hasn't seen the Davinci twins yet, just please look them up. It's my favorite thing. Uh, of course they have. There's a song in Eurovision called Davidna, as if. When this video went viral, that wasn't what everyone thought about. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, this is the first I'm hearing of it, so... Of course, of course. Um, but yes, if you have not, if you're not aware of the Da Vinci meme, it's not that funny. But these guys have been milking it for all it's worth, and that is even funnier. I mean, my favorite one was uh, Da Grinchy? <laughs> when they just did that. Yeah, they have one joke, and it's so funny. They have one joke, and it's a good joke. The one, like, the the other quiz one is also fantastic. How are we supposed to know that? Yeah, how many, To, like, how many, how many days, days are, are there in the year? year? <laughs> They're like, uh, d- 100, <laughs> 364, how are we supposed to know this? My favorite. Do you think there are 364 days in a year? 365? Yeah. I was thinking of leap year. When there's an extra day. When there's an extra day. I'm... I just got out of a scalding hot bath. Let's get into a scalding hot song. I'm also... I also remember how many days there are in a year by thinking of 
Nightmare Before Christmas. When they go, and it's only 365 days until next Halloween. And the werewolf goes, 364. And every time I think about how long is a year, 364 is the only number okay. that ever pops I, I usually my think head. about, I, when I think about how long a year is, I think about rent. <laughs> Uh, it's 525,600 five, minutes. Yeah. You can... I, can I, was, I was thinking of the... Uh, it's because I don't like Red. It's not a good musical. It, it is. Um, here is uh, Davidna for Belarus by Val. <laughs> A little bit. So at the start, I was mainly distracted by how much she is not wearing the crystal wig. I'm like, ooh, you're not selling that in a way that is, like, powerful. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. You do not have the, the poise you need to wear the crystal wig. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started voguing, and I was like, oh, that's why you're trying to be... You're trying to do drag, but you're not doing drag. Is that what they're trying to do? When the song was like, Davidna, Davidna, I'm like, oh, this is like a bad drag song. I, 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 I wouldn't read it as that, but I'm... I'm not super... I'm not in the drag scene at all. So I'm not super no in the drag scene, to... so I'm not like, as someone who's super in the drag scene, this is a disgrace, but I'm like, I... This feels like a weird copy of it by someone trying to do it in her bedroom with her two gay friends. Huh, okay. This is a, this is a weird take. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it either. It might be a bad take. It's probably a bad take. I'm sorry. No, well, you know, it, this is this is your instinct. I I can see where you're coming from, I guess. Um, this is a weird one, um, again, um, in that I kind of like it, but it's, it's once again a song that I have not watched the, like, national final performance for. I, most of these songs I have, like, revisited through just listening to them on Spotify, or seeing them do this from their, uh, bedroom when they were doing, like, a Eurovision live stream every yeah. week, before, you know, um... And I think it's I think it's quite good when you just hear the song, but you're right, the performance itself is just a little a little messy. But that is still it's a, a little... lot to do with the fact that this is the Belarusian national final. Yeah. Which is never gonna look um particularly polished and high tech. For a song like this, I I want it to be more flashy and spectacular. Like I would have loved a full laser show. If they had done this at Eurovision, full laser show, big outfit, and just doing this in like matching black jumpsuits to me was like, oh, that's not what this song needs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it needs. Um, I don't, I don't feel like I have the creative capacity to stage this one. As in, in, in a lot of other songs that will make me go like, ooh. I know what I want to do with this. Oh, I know how I would do this. Oh, I know where you want the lights to go. And usually those are songs that'll do well by themselves regardless of how you stage them. Uh, for this, I have no idea what I'd want to do with this. But I don't dislike it. I think it's a nice song. I don't like it. That's okay. <laughs> I, I feel like when I'm this hung up on like how it's performed and when I feel like, oh no, this just needs a performance to lift it up. I think I'm just trying to find a way that I can like it, and usually that just means that I'm just not gonna like it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's okay, sense. I mean, that happens. I seem, to re- I seem to remember that I thought this was like a song when it won. Um, so again, it's just, it's just the fact of spending time with it that makes me be like, this is okay, this is nice. Um, but I understand that the in- initial impulse uh, 
in, in initial impulses, it's it's hard to like latch onto something that is ex- exceptional or well done. Like I I can totally see this and be like, oh yeah, that is messy. Yeah, I I will very much believe that watching this actually yeah performed in their bedroom will endear you to them incredibly. Like I I will believe that that would be very fun to watch. Yeah, but then like yeah, you're really into it in your bedroom and you're like really having fun with it. And then you get on stage and it's like, oh, this doesn't actually do as well on stage as it as we thought it yeah, did. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely remember feeling watching this for the first time also being like, mm, is this it? Is this it? Wasn't there a different song in here that had like more fun? But like the more time went on, the more I began to see the fun in this song. But a lot of that has to do also with, I don't know, being worn down into liking something sometimes. <laughs> it's weird how this works. I think this year is especially weird for that because there's just a lot of songs that I that have become like an audio version uh, before, like for me have become an audio version before I have shared them with you. Yeah. Uh, normally I will listen to them in the lead up to the contest and then I'll be like acquainted enough with what they look like uh, or, you know, or how they've changed and there will have been multiple versions or performances that like allow me to better defend exactly what this is like. I haven't watched a lot of Val content. You know, I haven't watched a lot of Davidna performances to be like, oh, I, I can, I can show you the best one or I can tell you why this is good. I've just listened to it a bunch of times and I'm like, I don't mind it, which, yeah, is not the most ringing endorsement. Yeah, it, knee-jerk reaction. I'm just like, this, this don't do it for me. That's okay. Um, important, of course. Two words in a language we don't speak. Oh, what does it mean? David Na. Yes, thank you. I thought you were going to go there. Uh, it means until dawn. The movie? What? No, that's before dawn. Sunrise? Before sunrise. Right? I haven't seen it. The Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Yeah. This is this is quite nice. Uh, this is one translation. I braided the autumn and then unbraided it. I got lost for winter covered the late paths with snow. I asked myself why I needed the one that I had not chosen. I stayed confused until dawn. Dark night full of secrets and passion. Holy shit. Going out in the town. That's poetic yeah, as it's beautiful. fuck. That's gorgeous. So that also helps to make me like it. Um, uh, oh, I did not stay a girl for long. My youth passed me by. Oh, how early, oh, so early did you bloom, my white rose, and to whom? Oh, mama, why do I need the one that I have not chosen? I stayed confused until dawn, dark night full of secrets and passion. And that was this song? That was this song. That was this song. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, I believe it. I'm not reading the lyrics to a different song. I swear this is this song. Incredible. That's, yeah, I mean, Belarusian. <laughs> you know, you, you, you wouldn't know. I think that's part of the fun here, is you don't know what the song means until you look at the lyrics and you're like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. Um, but alas, uh, very few people speak Belarusian. <laughs> so at Eurovision, this would have just called been the David Na song. David Na. Who, and, they, and everyone would have been like, who is David Na? <sighs> who is that? Who is that man? It's the man she married, but doesn't love. Aw. David, nah. David, nah. I don't love you anymore. David, nah. Nah. Uh, this is sort of a joke. Let us move on and go to the next song. Uh, why don't we go to Croatia? Because there's a pandemic. Uh, yeah, let's not go anywhere, but let's uh, travel in the mind. Let's not actually travel. Get in our mind plane. Let's get in our mind plane. The ancestral plane. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's zhoof off to Croatia where Damir Kedzo is singing Divli Vietre. Uh, ask me what it means after the song. Or, you know, answers, guesses on a postcode. <laughs> Yeah, 
yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Croatian Marco Borsato. It is a okay. Marco Borsato song. Yeah. Okay. I, 100%. Okay, I actually get what you're saying there. Yeah. This is better. This is better. Okay. This just, is old Marco Borsato. You know, when he got very dramatic. Yeah, this is not something that is recognizable to the non-Dutch part of our audience, but No, but yes. this is good for us to get a little rapport on for, like, what we're thinking. I don't know if there's anything comparable to Marco Borsato that we can say, like, a Dutch, Dutch artist Marco Borsato. But yeah, this fucking rules. I think just, I think Marco just uses a lot more guitars in, overall, and I like that this does not use guitars. Very much so. It's very theatrical. Yeah, yeah. It's very theatrical. It's not boring. Like, yeah, it's a competent song that is also theatrical. So I'm like, yes, make me excited. Make me feel stuff. Yeah. Go for it. Be earnest. 100%. Love it. Yeah, I I love this song. I'm not surprised. I, I am. It, I, I had to warm to it. It mm. took me like a couple of listens, and then suddenly I was like, top three? <laughs> <laughs> I was suddenly like... Top three? I was suddenly like, are we, are we all doubting if this is going to make it out of the semi... If this would have made it out of the semifinals? Because suddenly for me, I was like, no, 100%. 100%. 100% a Saturday song. Are you kidding me? This is the best. This rules. Um, it's so beautiful. I just think the, mel- the melody is, is great. I like it. Is, yeah. It is... It is. In the past few months, out of all the songs in this year's contest, probably, the one that has popped into my head the most. That I believe. I just, I love it. I don't know why. I cannot explain, but it just makes me go, yes. Because it's very, like... Well, like late nineties, early two thousands. Sure, yeah, it's, it's it's melodically dramatic. It is. It it's just completely earnest. It's not trying to be cool, or you know, or or funny. This is I Dream of Love last year, but not as like funny. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go. It doesn't go too big that you're like, oh no, you you. Uh, you went too far, but it still does the earnest thing of having like four, uh, five female backing singers who like advance in on him. But it does all of these really basic things in such a correct way. It's correct that yeah. it's like this just completely works, and without just how it looks, I think as a song, it is the build up to it is great. Like you were surprised at the end of the first chorus when. He goes down down? instead of up. Exactly. He goes soft. And I'm like, ooh, ha, yes, good. Mm, That's some tasty theatricality. You know, there's like a little build up and then the the rhythm gets faster as he gets to the second. Like, it feels like it's getting, like, ramping up to the second chorus. And then it ramps up to a fucking key change. Absolutely, you get your key change when Marky. It just builds up. Um, And that's what a good Eurovision song has to do for me. It has to build, like, first chorus, yes, okay, build to the second one, okay, you got me, now build to your key change or whatever your, like, post-bridge thing is. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I've been, I've been saying, like, oh, I, I'm sick of songs that, like, start really slow and then get really loud, Mm -hmm. because that's just boring to me. I think that's just songs that start really slow and then have the beat drop in the first chorus. I'm like, no, you did not earn that. Where's your key change? Where's your okay? Where's your build? You know, you didn't build to that. You just yeah had a catapult come in from somewhere else. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's 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 just that it's like they those specifically make you go, okay, I'm building up tension here by having, you know, our first verse be really quiet or, you know, soulful or whatever, and then dropping it for a chorus. Okay, tension's out of the song, now it's a dance song or whatever. Right? It's like, now I know what it is. That's just the plateau. Then after that, the song gets boring. That's fair. Because you then still have, yeah, two minutes to go, but you've already reached your climax, which was the beat drop. What essentially feels like the, like, yeah, feels like a climax because it's the biggest change that the song goes through. 
which is why a key change is such a Eurovision trope that still pervades, uh, pervades, prevails, per- is persists. Is still perva- pervasive, persists, pervades. Fuck, man, the English language, Um, which is why you still see key changes. Because, yeah, they are like a dramatic raising of the song, like literally raising the key to still give you like something interesting in the last 40 seconds or whatever. Yeah, you have to do... Or if you're Mikael Spock in like the last 10 seconds of your song. Oh my god, yeah, it's... Yeah, you have to do something interesting in each of the three minutes allotted to you. And if you... Don't, you've lost me. Yeah, though I understand also why, you know, people go for a more modern, I would say, I guess, songwriting, which doesn't do the key change. Because a lot of songs are, you know, on the radio will not, like, have that build because they're just kind of meant to be faded out at any fucking point without... It's like, you can't turn off Teenage Dirtback before it gets to the, oh yeah, like... That's the that's why I'm Absolutely here in the awful. song. Yeah, this this is why I when I listen to the radio, mm-hmm. I always listen to the classical music channel <laughs> because I'm fancy and erudite. No, because when when Mozart drops the beat, when Mozart drops the beat, you really feel it. First of all, I love classical music. I love listening yeah, to nice. it, but in on the classical radio channel when a song ends there's a full five seconds of silence before the radio host goes that was Bach (laughs) performed by absolutely great just song fades out super slowly five full seconds of silence even even if the classical song had been like boom 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 rah! Mm-hmm. It's still like five seconds of silence. You gotta, you gotta that leave, was Tchaikovsky's. You gotta leave some time to breathe. It's uh, great. That's why in Eurovision you have the postcards. You need some time to change the stage. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't have the continuous energy. I can't have it. It has to have it. It's ups and downs. Yeah, I, this is yet another thing that's just so interesting about Eurovision is you have a three-minute performance that doesn't exist by itself because it exists in the show, but it does need to make you as the audience only think about itself for three minutes. Yeah. And it needs to be its own story in three minutes that is so self-contained. I'm going to create an act that is so self-contained <laughs> um, that... It yeah, that it just makes you think only of this song, but also keeps you there for three minutes, which is not a long amount of time, but still is. I don't know. It's it's just the the art of what goes into it. No one has mastered it in like sixty years. I don't. I don't think anyone has made the perfect Eurovision song. I mean, Michael Schwach. <laughs> because, <laughs> because because okay, it no. didn't work. Okay, okay no. no. Um, but Michael Schwach. Uh, color of your life did not work. Yeah, we did not like it until no. we saw it at Eurovision, and we were like, "Oh, this is the perfect Eurovision song." That's <laughs> so weird. And like it's suddenly, so I'm like, "No, now I get it. This is genius." Why was it so hard for us to get it? I I can't get into this again. But like I. Yeah, speaking of bad takes, mm. just our Michael Schwach take, worst of history. I mean, no, because objectively it's a pretty shit song. <laughs> just the way he brought it and the red coat. Yeah, okay, but the way he brought it in like his national final that year made me go like, at what point did you earn this? Like gave me that of just like, how how is this? Ernest, who is going along with for who is this Ernest? Why do people feel, why why is anyone connecting with this? And then at Eurovision, I was like, no, no, I can see why someone would connect with this for some reason. Like something changed there to make it really work. For me, I know my sister still thought it was garbage. <laughs> um, I I have to say, Serhat also did it. 
<laughs> so I have did it. No, I don't think it's again. I don't think it's the perfect Eurovision performance. Um, it had everyone dancing at the bar. Everyone who had been like standing around talking to each other loudly was suddenly dancing. That is true. When we were, yeah, they were all suddenly paying attention, full attention at Saint Anna. That is true. So this man is allowed to wear black. Why is that? Because he's like a very basic man. If I saw this man on the street, I would not be like, oh, I expect that to be a fashionable man. I don't see this man and think, oh, I wish you were wearing a shiny red coat. This man is wearing black because that's what he feels comfortable with. But honestly, I think if he was wearing something else, it also probably wouldn't work as well. If he was in the full um, I Dream of Love outfit, I would be, someone put you in that and you don't like wearing it. Right, yeah. I, mean, I genuinely think he's su- wearing something that he feels comfortable in. I know, but it, it at that point sucks that like wearing black can just be shorthand for authenticity you know when when no it it doesn't because when um when um john ludwig yeah wore it i was like you would feel comfortable in more yes you would still he would be because the year before that in melfest he performed uh my turn i think it was wearing like a white suit so i had already seen john ludwig wearing you know, a white suit, which is what a schlager ballad singer wears. Absolutely. Thereby so, seeing him just wearing, like, black t-shirt and, like, sh- uh, shiny pants. You know, shiny black yeah. satinish pants. It was like, yeah, okay, you're cool. And But in that the case... The stage was, present was so out there that I was like, ooh, I wish he was yeah, wearing okay, something. Yeah, but again, like, in that one, it was about, like, the light being the only light. I, I understand why he was dressed in black because... He had to like kind of disappear into the black background. I think it's Swedish, so there was a lot of choices there that make sense, that like helped contribute to the overall vibe of it. Yeah. So I understand that, but I'm also like, yeah, he could have looked more interesting. I think it's about seeing the performer and just realizing that they would feel better in something less or more extravagant. Like um, Blanche, who changed from a white to a black dress yeah. and was so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she was like, okay, I like this look. I'm, I feel more comfortable. I'm, I'm going to give an insanely good performance. Well, yeah, I, I can imagine there that like being in the white dress makes you so much like the visible point of attention, which... She was, no matter what, in that performance, but it is, it's a different sensation and it would also have communicated a different idea as a performance. This is a song that allows me more to think about, like, okay, what what do I need in a performance? How does color and light work here? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think what they did in the Croatian uh, selection there looks perfectly nice for that selection for Eurovision. I don't think it needed much. I think, again, this is a very simple, like... Growing light. Uh, I don't think this needs much much no, staging. It it's a very basic, simple song. I don't know how it would have done, but I I did like it. I would have loved to see this on the stage. Any guesses as to what the title of the song means? Oh right, <laughs> um, none. Come on, two words. Do you leave Yetre? Just have a guess. Just have a cheeky little guess. Liev is love. Nope. Okay. I'm bad at this. <laughs> All right, I will. I will. I will release you from uh, this game of have a guess. Uh, Divli Vietre means wild wind. Wild wind. Wow, we're really getting poetic yeah. on this episode. Yeah. Give me some. Uh, I'll give you some. I'll give you some lyrics into English. Once you forget my name, and the bed becomes cold, like winters chained by the snow. When nothing is left, I will love you then. Wild wind. Leave me in the silence where I am. Every word sounds degrading now. Uh, Degrading or insufficient, I guess. Yeah. Go away and leave me without knowing how a man becomes what you no longer are. Wild wind. 
bring dead leaves to me here on my doorstep. And the rain, so it would leave the trail of sadness inside the autumn collars. Saying farewell doesn't exist. I may leave, but I will not abandon you. And if you're lonely or scared, I will be there. Go aus der Wind, die und Regen. It seemed like we were forever intertwined with our body and soul. All I'm left with is sadness in the colors of the fall. That's beautiful. Like a dead wife song. Uh, I don't know, maybe. It's extremely Marco Borsato. I understand your comparison here. Like, I, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, like, it's a bit more poetic than Marco Borsato, who is very guilty of, like... Dutch Schlager. Dutch Schlager. Dutch Schlager lyrics. Like, drama Schlager. Like, Schlager has such a wide range of meaning. Because we often think of the Hoompapa, you know? Yeah, but it's... it's there's when we more think of nuance. Schlager Festival, but when you think of Swedish Schlager, it is just very... It, you know, it is Alcazar, and it is Marco Versado falls more in like what, what we understand by a Swedish schlager, I think. Mm. Um, it's good. But he, he's very guilty of writing lyrics like, uh, equivalent of, please don't cry because this isn't really goodbye. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you could have been more. Sure, yeah. Um, that's the weird thing about like these, these languages that you don't speak. You get the English translation and you're like, why is this so beautiful? Why do you all write songs that are just so insanely poetic? <laughs> like, what, what is it you're doing? It's because we don't actually get the language, we just get the meanings of the words. Yeah, I guess so, but I think it sounds beautiful as a language. I think the, the uh, Slavic languages, but in particular Serbian, Croatian, which is, uh, you know, variants of the same language, I think also spoken in Montenegro, um, which is why Montenegrin songs are also have been really poetic. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, just a, it's just really beautiful, beautiful language. And I am starting to understand some words. Like I heard him say, at the end of the chorus, and I'm like, ah, that's, that's autumn. I know that. Eseni means autumn. I know that. Oh, okay. Because uh, Daniel something something performed... Uh, Lysia Esensky for uh, for Macedonia, which meant autumn leaves, uh, which was then translated into autumn leaves uh, a few years back, um, which was way better in the original language, and then suck it in English. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to fetishize this language, but I do think it is it is pretty. Start your Duolingo course today. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's so many languages to learn. Many more, many more. Such as? Such as a language that we have never heard at Eurovision before. Who? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's always nice to hear a new language, uh, even if it's just for a little bit. Uh, this one is called Fekir Libi. Sounds so fun. Um, it sounds fun because it is Amharic, which is an Ethiopian language. Really? Yes. Uh, this one's coming to us from Israel. This is Eden Aline and Fekir Libi. Indeed. That was a really fun song. Yeah. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. What does Fedeglibi mean? Uh, it, it's very simple. It means my love. That's what I thought it meant. Yeah. Okay, I should have made you guess. Ha! Yeah, there's a lot going on in yes. the song. There's a lot of different stages and parts yes. to this song. So I would understand if you were a bit overwhelmed. I was a bit overwhelmed. At points I was like, oh, this is kind of messy now but like it does all like all of the parts are fun 
Yeah, I remember. I remember thinking first time hearing this, like, oh, oh no, oh no, there's so much going on. Oh no, don't do all, don't do all of this. This is too much. And I think the risk of that being like your first impression was still there. Would have still been there at yeah. Eurovision of the first impression of a lot of people being like, whoa, what the hell is going on? However, I think this rules. It does. It fully rules. Yeah. I. I mean, I always hate the uh, fluorescent green uh yellow on white i think it looks like I a, a, it, i think it looks like you know a high school math workbook what because you high, oh, it's like like highlighter on oh, white yeah, okay. paper yeah okay i i think it looks cheap and ugly but like the backgrounds were great yeah i don't i don't love that greenish yellow color i think it is a little like yeah sickly fluorescent not my favorite color I especially don't like it on white, but that's yeah. me. No, but I understand what you're saying. Especially, yeah, I think the the combo with white, I had not made that connection. Um, but that might be also why I don't uh, love it that much. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, ooh. However, the backgrounds were beautiful. The dancing is great. Her hair is gorgeous. Yeah. Her hair is so good. Oh like, God. the gold parts in the braids, like, all incredible. It's all good. I love her voice. I love her smile. She's obviously having a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, Which is all I ever need. She is a joy to watch. Um, Which was good because this was a national selection just for her. There were uh, four songs that she sang and this is the one that emerged victorious. I'm not sure if this was actually my favorite. Um, but I understand completely. It is the only song of the four that had um, as many languages as it does. How um, many languages does it have? English, Arabic, Hebrew, Amharic, which is Ethiopian, uh, and a constructed uh, language oh. uh, in the Makka Lakumade de part is not actually a language. Okay, fun. That is just vocalization. But you know, like that Ethiopian vocalization, right? That's like that is yeah. that a, a thing? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. It's pro- it, it, it it's just, just like it feels a way very, of going yeah. like la di da. You yeah, know, that maybe. also isn't really a language. I think it's probably inspired by by something like that. It definitely matches the whole sound going on, um, and it just makes. It, it again, there's a lot going on, but I like how just just how many languages have been like thrown at you in this uh it, it genuinely feels the like grab a lot bag is being... of languages is like, yeah. here but it feels like a lot is being like given i mean that's right the whole song you. everything is a lot it's all it's a whole lot of song it's a lot of language it also felt like there were there were a couple of times where i'm like that's too many people for eurovision no. but no but it looks like there's fucking 10 people it's on that stage incredible that this is just six people yeah. Right? yeah she only brings out three dancers yeah she only brings out three dancers there two there's two back- it's just yeah the, the background singers. is very busy um in like in like a very pretty good way like it, it cool it, patterns nice stuff, geometrical yeah. patterns um and in such a way that like the attention is consistently on her the dancers are right around her and the camera stays focused that like this already knows exactly like where the focus should be every time she like smiles at the dancers does her little sidestep it is just so it's well such a joy. well yeah. done it is so joyous um and that comes through when you're just listening to the song. Um, I think this is one of my favorites of the year also. Okay, yeah. No, it's definitely one of my favorites so far. I know that the potential songs for Aiden to sing next year have already been selected, but I have not heard any of them yet uh, because I want to hear her sing them. Um, But she is coming back. But she is coming back with another selection of songs, especially for her. Which is like, well, if you did that once, there's no reason to not do it again when you have a talent that is just so, so fun to watch. No, she's fantastic. Like, it's good. Even even the other songs that did not win, yeah, went into rotation for the people who did listen to it, especially Roots, is like... 
high up on the list of songs uh, that topped my Spotify 2020, apparently. Oh, God. Um, but, you know, that's that's who we are. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's good. I mean, I don't know what to say. I also like it a lot. Uh, I like that there's a little bit of Hebrew in there. Just a little. Just a skosh. In a list of different languages and different ways to say my love and to say I love you, you know? It oh! She goes, Fiki Gibi, Ahuv Elvi, Habib Elvi. It's just nice. It's very cute. It's very cute. She's extremely cute. Next song. Okay. Um, yeah, not a lot to say about that except for, like, I awesome. like it. Um, for the next song, this is a language that we don't speak, but we might understand. Uh, it's called Fairumore. What, is that like Italian or some shit? <laughs> yes. Yay! Yes, this one's coming to us from Italy. Uh, ah, Italy. Italy. Ah, oh, Italy. Uh, this one was selected in Sanremo, uh, which did still happen in 2020. Did it? I, I, I have to assume it did, yeah. Yeah, no, it did. Uh, I remember watching that. When, when did Sanremo... Because Italy was hit worst and first. Italy had, like, the worst lockdown. That's, that's true. They had, like, government instances delivering food to people. Uh, the show was held between February 4th and 8th. Uh, so, start of February 2020. Yeah. That makes sense, then. The winner of uh, San Remo 2020 was Antonio Diodato, or Diodato for short, and his song, Fairumore. Um, I am going to be showing you a performance... Um, not at San Remo, not the music video, um, but a performance that he did, you know, several months afterwards. Oh, okay. This is uh, Diodato performing Fairumore from the uh, Arena di Verona. Verona? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I already love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, of course you can have a tissue. <laughs> it's the it's the empty stadium that does it. Yeah, but that's why I had to show you this because <laughs> uh, it is it is like oof, it hits you, don't it? It does hit. It do hit. Uh-huh. See, this man is wearing black because it's only appropriate. <laughs> yes. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Two men this episode who have worn black for, yeah. like, good reasons <laughs> that I haven't been mad about. Uh, Demir Kezo, because he was in mourning, obviously, for his dead wife. Yeah. <laughs> and this man who was in mourning for fucking thousands and yeah. thousands of people. Um, um, yeah, of course. Jesus. Top three. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Top three. I wouldn't be surprised. Um... Even without context, I think it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Even without context, I think this song is beautiful. But, like, hearing it now, I cannot divorce it from, you know, its its current context. I cannot not think of this performance. And I cannot not think of, you know, Italian people on lockdown inside of their apartments singing this song. Oh my god, shut up! Uh, <laughs> it becoming some sort of an anthem uh, for everyone to sing from inside of their inside of their buildings, um, which is suitable, uh, of course, because Fairumore means make noise. <laughs> and it sucks, but, like, the song could not have come at a better time for it to be as huge um, as it's been. Incredible. Beyond that... Like, musically, it's gorgeous, and yet again, lyrically, I think it's beautiful. Um, this is the song that I have most wanted to translate 
into Dutch. Ooh. Because I think, I don't know how. I don't think I have it. I've been thinking about it for months. And now that we've listened to it, maybe we can start working on it together. Um, because I, I just think I just think there's a lot to like here. Um, yeah. Sorry, this is just me gushing a little bit. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. You can, you can, you can do something. You I need, need to uh... catch some breath. Yeah, okay. <laughs> God, I'm just like, uh... <laughs> this year has sucked so much. Like, I saw a... A, a news clip earlier mm. that was like the year in review and it started with everyone at like the new year's celebration of last year mm. of 2020 just like yeah being interviewed while they were partying and everyone was like i wish everyone a good health in 2020 and like that all like, made me cry I mean, yeah there's just and so much just like, to... oh i'm I can't do this I, right now. I I'm, I had to leave this one for last um, because this is like also just the worst day of my periods. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm thinking that I shouldn't be thinking? Because if I think I am an animal, and if I think of you, you are a soul. This is the animal anima mm, of course, play okay. here. Um, but maybe it is this storm that is leading me to you. And I know I shouldn't go around without an umbrella, even if I understand that no matter how far I run, I always come back to you. And you are making noise right here. And I don't know if it makes me feel good, if your noise is good for me. But please make noise, because I can't stand it, this unnatural silence between you and me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh no, she's crying like again. Gotten, I, you got me going, and then now it's oh, like. Oh no, she's worse. crying again. Oh no. What do you mean again? I haven't stopped. That's true. <laughs> I have to cry every year. It's <laughs> just the double usage of make noise that I find really good. It's just like it. It's accusatory that first time. You are. You are so noisy. <laughs> but make noise like if, if, let's let's even fight because I can't stand getting the silent treatment. Um, um, but yeah, just then then, now t- then saying me the silent treatment. <laughs> then just saying like the unnatural silence between you and me that obviously conveys even further than like you know the 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 broken love song that this is. It conveys you know the silence between. People who at at some point in time had to reach out to each other in 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 very constructive ways. Who maybe had before complained about the noise. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. It's like let's making noise becomes singing this song out of your window. Making noise becomes like yeah, reaching out to neighbors, standing on your balconies, um, having fun, and trying to get a community within like the the people that are still around you. So it just it it's just such a I I can't say lucky but it is a coincidence that it translates to gain so much more meaning than it already has. Yeah. But just the song by itself is is this sort of yeah this sort of broken love story of just saying like this is it, it's it's the kind of like I don't know if this thing works but I can't do without it and it conveys it in a very in an actually romantic way without you know reading this relationship's post and being like break up with him you're Dump just him. like oh you guys you got to work this out cuz he wrote this song and it's so beautiful <laughs> you got to work this out because it, it's not a typically italian problem <laughs> what being being too loud <laughs> being quiet oh yeah it's like, please make noise. I can't imagine saying that to an Italian. Please, please be louder. Please be louder. Like, no. The rest of it is beautiful, but it ends um, by, yeah, by saying, I don't want to live without it anymore, without this beautiful noise that you make. Shut up! And it's I'm just so like, it's, it's also, it, it, it reaches this, it, it's just like this this screaming loud chorus that is him him himself actually making noise shouting to to like invoke noise it's just like i it's yeah it's it's like a, a fractured relationship of being like all i want is to interact 
And yeah, yeah, obviously. And then singing it in a fucking empty stadium, like. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it all like, ooh, ooh, it piles on <laughs> into making this so good. I don't know when I came around to like liking Italian. Uh, <laughs> I, there was a point in time where I was just like, fuck these guys. Not when we went, it was before then. But like, this is an Italian song that to me, like, yeah, ticks all the boxes of like, liking it. Was it was Amore. Yeah, I, even there I was a little like, mm, do I like this? Yeah, but then you did. But then I did end up liking it. Yeah, now I now I, I really enjoy it. Oh, is our dog going to start walking around oh, right now? I just got up. You were making too much noise. Mother, are you crying? Maybe throw a ball for me. That always cheers me up. <laughs> Jesus. This squeaks you make. Um, you, you're a large dog. You can't make those noises. You said make noise. Here I am. <laughs> the dog. She makes... She makes a lot of noise. She does make a lot. Of... She's um, not a barking dog. No, but she's a crying dog. She does cry a lot. And she goes and walks around, goes into our office bathroom. For some reason. Are the oh, orange the peels still there? The orange peels are yeah, still okay. in there. Chica. She likes oranges. She loves oranges. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've gushed. I should write an essay about like what I like about this. I just think the story of the song itself is is, is great. Bye, Chica. Um, Bye, Chica. And the story surrounding it only makes that better. Considering what happened to these songs post being selected and post Eurovision being cancelled and everything, like the the life that songs have had on social media and within their country and in general, mm -hmm. like that is reason for this to be in the top three for sure because of you know how Absolutely. this has grown beyond it, it just being a little song and became actually this anthem this is gonna be the song that like in 10 years people still talk about i think this holds up the best because it's it's italian it's never meant to be like a eurovision song it's a san remo song but that's a real like chica stop walking around <laughs> Well, she makes noise, and we couldn't do without the beautiful noises she makes. Um, oh, I love it when she goes to drink from her bowl and then immediately just, like, pushes her Jesus, entire okay. face into my leg. We're exhausted. Um, that took it out of us. I think we ought to stop the podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us and listening to these songs. Thank Chica for running around. She is still going. She's still just walking around. Still just running around. She's like... It's fun. Oh, no. She has her toy now. Her toy. Okay. It's, time to, it's time to end the podcast. She has decided it's time to end um, the podcast. Well, Chica, you are not wrong. Thank you for listening. Join us next time when we'll be listening to more songs from the Eurovision Song Contest of 2020. Uh, I've been your host, Jeroen. And I've been your co-host, Mira. That's been Chica. Chica, say hello. Say hello. She's just nibbling. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next time. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe.